You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We have a great learning opportunity to share with you today. We are chatting with our friends from Concordia Seminary today about a wonderful uh, symposium coming up in the near future. Today we have with us Erica Bennett. She's Director of Continuing Education at Concordia Seminary. Erica, welcome to The Coffee Hour. Thank you. Good morning. I should say welcome back to the coffee hour because uh, <laughs> when when we chatted in the past, it's usually about a different uh, learning event. The we, we in the past we've chatted about the Faith and Film Festival. Today we're talking about uh, a, a learning opportunity as well, the multi ethnic symposium at Concordia Seminary. We'll dig into that, what that means, what is a multi ethnic symposium in just a moment. Let's talk about continuing education at Concordia Seminary. Um, who is who is continuing education for at Concordia Seminary? Sure. Uh, thank you, Andy. Right now, it's um, for our Lutheran Church Missouri Synod pastors. Um, we are working to make it available for non-clergy um, church workers. Um, what I kind of tell people because they're like, oh, can we come to the this event? I'm a, you know, deaconess or, you know, I'm a school teacher or whatever. And I'm like, please come. And right now they can still um, fill out the CEU verification uh, form and submit it. I just don't know, um, you know, if, if it's being accepted yet, but definitely our uh, rostered pastors. What are some of the uh, past opportunities for continuing ed? What are some of the, the past and ongoing opportunities for sure. continuing ed? So our biggest two are Theological Symposium, which is always the third week in September. And that usually we get close to 400 people. Um, it's one of the only continuing education events besides the Multi-Ethnic Symposium that our students are able to attend. We actually don't have class on those two days so that they can come and, um, you know, learn alongside uh, church workers and um, church leaders out in the field. So it's a really good opportunity for them. So Theological Symposium is the big one. It's been going on for over 30 years, and pastors have always been able to get continuing education for it. Um, Multi-Ethnic Symposium. Um, now our Faith and Film Festival that, Andy, you mentioned we've spoken before on this coffee hour. Um, and then in addition to that, we have workshops um, and conferences throughout the year. Um, our biggest are coming up, our Prof Insights faculty-led workshops that we do May through August every summer. And continuing education units are included in the workshop registration. But then we also have, you know, other opportunities throughout the year. But the big thing um, that we're trying to increase awareness is we're starting to work with some other um, organizations in our church body when, when organizations like Lutheran Hour Ministries or uh, Grace Place um, Ministries, when or Ambassadors for Reconciliation, when they do their own workshops, um, they are starting to put their participants in um, communication with my office at Concordia Seminary. And as long as we have an agenda and can calculate how many hours it's worth, um, we are able to offer continuing education units for workshops that we don't necessarily sponsor, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. That is, those are such great opportunities for, uh, for roster church workers and for pastors to get yep. all of these, all of these great uh, insights and topics and, and always very interesting things. So that is wonderful opportunities. So we're here to talk about today, specifically about the multi-ethnic symposium. Um, always a very interesting uh, lineup of, of topics and, and, and things to talk about. What are some of the past uh, multi-ethnic symposiums? What have the topics been in the past for this one? Sure. So um, as people probably um, already know or realize, um, we weren't able to have one last year um, in person because of the pandemic. So we just canceled it. Um, and so we decided we'd, you know, start it up again this year. But as far as past years go, um, in 2019, we actually had a really interesting theme that I learned a lot um, on the topic of shame and honor in different cultures. Um, so that was really interesting. Um, before that, we've been doing we've done a lot of themes on just affirming a multi-ethnic church. You know, what is a truly multicultural church and how can our church body get to there? Um, and then back in 2017, we, like everyone else, got on the Reformation 500 bandwagon and did a Reformation Among Borders, which was really interesting. But prior to that, we've done um, mostly kind of a universal theme of hope. And um, every year from when we started it back in 2008 through 2014, it's always been some variation of a theme on hope. So what is the aim or the, the overall purpose of multi-ethnic symposium that, uh, that we're aiming for this year? Sure. Um, really, every year it's to bring together um, missional leaders, pastors, congregation leaders, theologians, and others across our church body, like I said, to really explore what, um, what it takes to become a truly multi-ethnic church that, you know, really embodies a more fully Catholic, universal, global identity, um, especially here in the United States. So this year, um, just to jump right in, um, we are specifically, so we all know the phrase, um, the West and the rest. So this year we've flipped it and our theme is um, the rest and the West. And so it's what the West can learn from global South Christianity. Um, so we're going to be bringing together, um, like I said, the different groups of people to um, really talk about how the global South um, has um, contributed to our way of thinking and practices um, in such topics as preaching, uh, worship in the arts, evangelism, and even social engagement. So it's going to have a little bit of a little bit for everybody. Can you dig into a little bit more to those topics? It sounds very very interesting. So sure, we, um, yeah, I didn't pull that, pull that information up specifically, but um, I can tell you who some of the presenters are. We're very excited because we have as our keynote this year, um, Philip Jenkins, the world-renowned distinguished professor of history um, in the Institute for Studies of Religion from Baylor University. So he's a big name draw. Uh, we really wish we could have done it in person um, on our campus, but um, it's still going to be great from that respect. Um, we also have um, Dr. Vince Bantu uh, from um, Fuller Theological Seminary. Um, he is a professor in church history and black church studies. 
We have Samuel Jaressa from our own Concordia University up in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, he's a professor of theology and the global south. So I'm really interested to hear what he's going to say. And then our last main speaker um, is a part of our, um, he's speaking as um, the lecturer of our 15th annual lecture in Hispanic Latino theology and missions. We always would do that at a different time of the year, but over the last several years, we've just had it be a part of the, the-, the multi-ethnic symposium, excuse me. And um, his name is Dr. Marcel uh, Silva Sternagel, and he is at Southern Meth- Methodist University, um, professor in church music and sacred music um, program there. So that'll be great. And then some of our um, various sectional speakers um, will include some of our very own faculty. Um, people are familiar with the names Will Schumacher, um, Abjar Baku, Joel Lowski, and Ben Hopped. We have a full lineup. Um, it's going to be May 4th and 5th. Going back to our keynote, Philip Jenkins, he's going to be talking on um, about migrations and the new global, global Christianity. Um, Vince Bantu from um, Fuller is going to be talking on, does God see color, um, gospel and culture in a historical perspective? We have, of course, our gentleman from um, Southern Methodist University is going to speak on his expertise on uh, lessons that we can learn from the Global South pertaining to worship. A couple of the sectional speakers, um, some people on this um, that listen to this program are probably familiar with Hector Hopi. Um, who was the um, editorial director um, over at Concordia Publishing House for years. He's retired now, but I got to uh, speak to him on his presentation, so I know it really well. Um, But his topic, his title is, Can Anything Good Come Out of the South? And um, just a really interesting spin on how, um, you know, we can learn how the North, the United States can learn from um, our fellow um, Christian brothers and sisters down in the South. We also have one of our own international students, um, Wandamu Game, is going to be speaking on the influences from Africa. Um, And when I spoke with him, um, he said, you know, there were representatives from Africa during the first Pentecost. Um, And that was really um, interesting to think about. And how for so many years, we would send missionaries to Africa. And now there is such a huge expansion of Christianity in Africa that now Africa is starting to um, have missionaries to um, proclaim the gospel elsewhere. So just some really interesting um, things that I as, um, you know, a Caucasian layperson uh, living in the United States my whole life. um, Yeah, it's going to be great. Like I said, there's going to be a little bit of something for everyone. How will participants participate this year? You mentioned last year with all the everything changing, we were right. able to have the symposium last year. How will participants participate this year? Sure. So this is um, going to be our first ever fully virtual multi-ethnic symposium. Um, like, like you mentioned last year, we did cancel it. And we decided we did not want to cancel again. But there's still a lot of people that just, you know, for one reason or another, you know, either they're not vaccinated or they don't feel comfortable, um, you know, being in large groups of people. Um, So we were like, how can we do this? So we have been working um, for several months now with our web team and our IT department. They have worked so hard on all the details 
And so what we've done is we've created a website for participants to access all the sessions. Um, And we also will be sending later this month a detailed participation instruction guide. Um, But I really feel like our uh, my coworkers have not missed a detail. And I am truly confident that we're going to be able to pull off such a large event um, completely virtual. So how do we how do we find out how to register? How do we find yep. all that information? Yep, sure. Um, so people will just go to our website, csl.edu. Um, and if you go um, under one of our top categories re, um, is resources and then continuing education. Um, under that, Multi-Ethnic Symposium has its own category. Um, and registration is super easy. It's only $35 this year um, to attend. Um, since we won't be able to feed people. So (laughs) we were able to cut the cost a little bit. Um, But what people will do when they go to that registration page, um, they'll need to select their sessions um, at registration. So they'll have the opportunity to see the whole lineup um, of speakers with titles and descriptions. Um, And then after registration, um, every person, after they've registered, every person is going to receive a personalized digital pass email from us. Um, that will include the symposium schedule with uh, Zoom links uh, for all the sessions. Uh, So um, when people get that, they want to make sure that their personalized schedule um, is correct with all the sessions that they signed up for. And um, if they have any questions, they can email me. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be really slick. Um, We've got some great uh, systems in place um, that work really well with with uh, Zoom, which we're all really familiar with these days. <laughs> Everyone's a Zoom expert these days. <laughs> Very good. So we can find, uh, we can get all the registration information again at uh, the CSL website, correct? Correct. All right, yes. csl.edu. And we'll share that in the, the program notes as well today. Uh, anything else uh, about the the upcoming multi-ethnic symposium that you want to share today? As I mentioned, it's the first time we're doing it fully virtual. People will select their ses- sessions in advance, um, which people always do that, even when we do in-person ones. But what is different this time is all of the presentations were pre-recorded. Um, so that's a huge difference. But yeah. what is a um, great aspect of this year is that we will have live Q&A, about 20 minutes for every session. So after um, people you know, get on to the virtual event space and go to their Zoom sessions, they'll watch and listen to the presentation. And then right away, they will be put into the live Q&A space. Um, and that is going to be awesome. It's going to have the presenter in it. It's also going to have a faculty or staff facilitator that is working ahead of time with the presenter to come up with questions and just kind of help lead the discussion. And then there's also every live Q&A session will have um, tech support on hand, just in case, you know, some of us aren't as uh, tech savvy as we'd like to be. So um, like I said, it's going to, it's going to run really smoothly. Um, We even have a live panel discussion during the event with um, leaders across the country from our um, organization link. Um, And that's going to be really cool um, also. So their whole session is going to be a QA and a panel discussion. So they'll have a little bit of pre-recorded um, beforehand for participants to listen to, but then 
Um, they've got, I think, four different people from across the country that will be um, speaking and answering questions. Very good. And lastly, how do we, I mean, who do you think would, would benefit from participating this year in the multi-ethnic symposium? Sure. Um, really anyone that's involved in ethic, ethnic ministry, either presently or plans to be. Um, as I mentioned, um, our students don't have class on these two days. So if they're interested um, in their future calls um, or wherever they might end up um, to get involved in ethnic ministry, this is just a great opportunity, two days worth um, full of um, listening to speakers and asking questions and having some live discussion. Um, so we're encouraging our students, of course, to participate virtually as well. But yeah, anyone that has any interest or love of ethnic ministry or wants to find out more about it, it's open to everyone. Very good. And can you give us that website one more time? Absolutely. It's csl.edu backslash resources backslash continuing education hyphen, I'm sorry, continuing hyphen education and then multi-ethnic um, symposium. Very good. Our guest today, Erica Bennett, Director of Continuing Education at Concordia Seminary. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 